I'm joined by Health Minister Paulette Leonard. Good morning, Minister. Good morning. Now, we just want to catch up on uh, where we're at and the government's decisions um, with the COVID restrictions, etc. So there are varying percentages mentioned in the press at the moment, but some are saying that over 70% of people in Luxembourg have been vaccinated. That, for many, would look like a success story in terms of what was said that we were aiming for, what we were aiming for. Um, but new, new restrictions were brought in last week and restrictions remain. Why do you feel that more has to be done? This uh, new variant with the, the Delta uh, virus, uh, which makes up uh, about 100% by now in Luxembourg, uh, we have to aim a little bit more. So it has to go really above uh, 80%. And uh, from that point of view, we are still uh, we have still uh, a way to go with the vaccination in Luxembourg. You can see the examples now. The recent one of Denmark, uh, they reached, uh, for instance, eighty-six point nine percent for the adult population, uh, whereas Luxembourg uh, stands at seventy-two point one for the adult population, and that's still uh, a difference of fourteen percent. But on the other hand, you can see uh, what what it uh, once you have really this high uh, vaccination percentage, uh, countries like Denmark they 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 just uh, skipped the whole measure. So that's what we are looking forward, uh, hopefully, to to be able to do in in, in a couple of weeks. But there is uh, we have to do with a, a virus that is more aggressive, uh, that circulates quicker, and uh, and therefore the, the the vaccination rate has to has to be higher than uh, than it was predicted uh, some months ago when we didn't have this uh, this Delta. Uh, this that, that type of uh, virus in Luxembourg, but removing um, removing the 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 testing in terms of making people pay for testing and removing the large scale testing that somehow doesn't really fit into what we've done in the past, and I think uh, many people are confused by that. Well, it, um, we have to understand that the situation has changed. In the beginning, we were just not able to offer vaccination to everybody. So there was a, a, a large part of the population just uh, in a position uh, where it was not able to have this good protection because the, the best protection is clearly double vaccination. So that's really what we want to have. And now we don't have this problem anymore that we have to wait for vaccines. Uh, you remember all the discussions about the vaccines uh, not coming quickly enough and so on. So now it's it's a completely different situation and we want everybody to access this vaccination uh, it is also important to understand that uh, that it is not uh, that there is no test anymore people who have uh, who feel sick who need uh, really to check if they have covid they still have the complete reimbursement of their tests and we do the testing uh, on a preventive uh, manner still in in the, the retirement uh, houses uh, where elder people live uh, we do it in in schools so there's a whole offer still on it's just uh, the, the normal let's say uh, for your, your personal comfort when you choose for yourself not to get the vaccination and, and need a test that's being more restrictive yes that's for sure and that's also what it is meant to be because we, we want the people to get vaccinated they are much more protected with the vaccination and it's the only way uh, for the country to get out of this so um, that's basically the the reason behind this. But you say people who choose not to be vaccinated, but there are many people who are actually not able to be vaccinated because of um, autoimmune disease um, or whatever. And and this these changes well, they, affect them quite dramatically. 
no, that, well, it is important. These are exceptions, and there will be exceptions to the rule for them. So uh, we clarified that uh, two weeks back. So we will have a solution uh, for people who, who are not able to access a vaccine. They will still be uh, in a possibility to have um, to have um, a PCR test uh, without paying for it. So this will be announced in the next days. There will be a procedure to ask for this for people uh, who have a, a health condition uh, that does not allow for vaccination this will be based on some kind of certificate from from the general practitioner or doctor uh, and for the younger because the young people uh, below 12 years just are not uh, able to be vaccinated at this stage and they will of course if they need a PCR they will be able to have it uh, without paying so these exceptions uh, we will look after that there will be procedure um, and the rule is, is for those who have the possibility to access the vaccination. And for people who have been unable to uh, get the vaccination, how will they access that? Is it through their GP or is it through their specialist at the hospital? Because it's been very unclear for those people up until now. Yes, it is. But it comes to an end only today. So uh, we will be communicating about this. I think we will do this uh, in, in during the day or tomorrow at the latest. So there will be a, a procedure where you can ask uh, for a kind of a, a bond, uh, like a ticket to have it. And, uh, and then you can access that easily. But uh, it, it is, we will communicate about it uh, soon. So mm-hmm. I just invite people to, to follow the news. Uh, this, will be, this will be clear in, in a short time. Mm-hmm. And do you worry about the polarisation? of vaccinated and non-vaccinated in the media because it's been quite fierce. Yes, I'm, I'm worried about that. And uh, and I always stress that we don't want to have an, a compulsory um, vaccination. So um, I think people should just accept that we have to have this solidarity and, and accept to get tested. If somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated, well, it, it's not a good choice because we see now that the people in hospital are really, really largely the people who are not vaccinated. So there is a risk for them. And, and the whole population needs to get out of this situation. We can't just go on over months and months uh, with restrictions. So in between, uh, as long as we just don't have enough people vaccinated, uh, it is important to have uh, the test done, which is, I think, something you can really expect people to do in such a, an exceptional situation as that uh, the pandemic well, is s- an exceptional situation. Yeah, you say that, but you've actually removed mm-hmm. people's access to tests because many people who were unable to vaccinate were being super cautious in terms of before they met yeah. people, they were testing mm-hmm. and you've removed that access for them. So they've been basically put in a position where there is more pressure that that mm-hmm. is for sure but uh, we know now and i mean people i, I just invite people to, to have a close look at the figures it is really the pandemic won't get over if we have uh, this part of people who are not vaccinated it is by now the only way to get out of it so testing is an intermediate situation we we have to do it uh, in order to reach more vaccinations. But our aim is really to have this uh, over 80% now at least. And, and, and hopefully this will turn out to be uh, enough because we have now uh, the example of Denmark in, in two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. We will see if, if this is really the, the target uh, that works. And that's where we want to go. Mm-hmm. We have no other choice right now. So to us, it's really not an option to go on over months and months uh, with, with testing obligations as well. The, the, the target is really to get out of the pandemic and and uh, quickly out of it and and that's only by uh, by vaccination yeah so there is more pressure that's for sure um but i think people 
should look at the figures and uh, and, and, and then reluctant fund. I'm, I'm quite convinced that we can convince more people. We, we see that the offer is uh, having success. We are around with the, with the vaccination bus. People are queuing for it. So uh, I am sure that uh, many people will just change their mind about this and, and go for it. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned the, the um, vaccination bus. Was there any concern about the fact that the bus was going to, I think it was E-Lake, was one of the festivals, etc., where young people are drinking and, well, who knows doing what? Is it a good policy to actually be vaccinating people in a situation like that? Well, we, we are, of course, present in the, in the bus and people are really informed about this and we didn't have any incident of, of that kind. People are, you know, if somebody decides to get the vaccination, he, he doesn't want to be mm. sick after that. So uh, people ask for this, if this is okay. And I mean, Dr. Schmidt uh, already said it also uh, on the radio station. It, it is not, no problem if you have like one glass or two, but, but you, of course you cannot get drunk with the vaccination. But people are quite uh, quite serious about this. We, we didn't have really, uh, I don't know about any incident uh, where somebody would have just have decided to get the vaccination and then just carelessly would have get uh, drunk afterwards. So I guess I, Luxembourg... I imagine that it is not <laughs> good for them. Luxembourg... <laughs> wants to end up sick. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, just maybe Luxembourg teenagers are smarter than other teenagers throughout the world. It would be a first, yeah, of course. Um, and there's really important... Anxious, you know. I, I was present what? many times at the bus, and um, people are not just careless about vaccination. They, they have questions, uh, especially those who only come now. So they, it's not the type of people who wouldn't care at all well, what happens after. So mm. uh, it, it, it's not, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, an, an Israeli report last week stated that natural antibodies through infection last longer and give more protection protection to the variants. So there are many people who have actually had COVID and are now maybe yeah. suffering from long COVID who haven't been vaccinated um, because of the long COVID effects. Um, but there's no way of identifying these people. So they then are being lumped in with people who are unvaccinated, which doesn't seem quite in accordance with what the research shows. Um, are you looking at being able to identify these people as well? We are following closely the research on this, and um, you must know that there's no there's no common understanding uh, yet about uh, about um, what would be the criteria really to uh, to get hold on it. But it's a discussion that's going on on the European level. Uh, the experts are intensely working on this, and and we hopefully will have uh, someday a clear indication uh, what what it takes in your in your in your blood analysis to to really say that. Uh, that you had COVID, so it's uh, it, it may sound difficult to understand, but this is really something uh, where where all the experts do, do not yet agree, and uh, we have no common guideline on it, and and that's the point. So we are waiting really desperately for a common guideline on this, uh, and uh, and then uh, of course we could identify yes because we have the results if people uh, go to the laboratory, but. Until now, it's, it's not the case, and I know it's really difficult to understand, <laughs> And um, but uh, we, we still have to wait. It's it's not uh, true enough, it's not clear enough uh, right now to to, um, to to put uh, clear um, mm-hmm. consequences on this and, and findings on it. Should there perhaps be more emphasis on ensuring that those who are vaccinated should continue to be cautious? Uh, those who are vaccinated, uh, if they have other vulnerable, um, other no, sorry, I mean in terms, issues. yeah, no, I mean in terms of protecting those who are unable to get vaccinated. 
Of course. I mean, if you even if you are vaccinated, if you have uh, persons with you which uh, you live close with, and who are at risk, you should continue to be cautious because uh, you can transmit the virus. Yes, the, the risk is less. Uh, is lesser for sure, but there is a risk, and and especially if you um, if you are really around uh, people who who are at risk, uh, who have uh, uh, not a good immunity uh, because of uh, other health issues, uh, because of old age, also, uh, it is always recommended to to be uh, to be cautious, yes, because mm-hmm. they are more at risk than, than other people. And we start now. I, I just wanted to mention that also uh, for for the older people uh, with the third uh, the third take uh, the third shot of vaccination. Because we know, uh, and, and we have this um, finding of our scientific council now this week, that um, that uh, the protection is is uh, vanishing quicker for older people than for younger people. So they will get uh, a third vaccine uh, from now on, and that's for everybody above seventy five years. Uh, people will get an invitation to to get a third shot, and in the in the houses, in the the elderly houses where where they reside, all will be allowed to have this third shot. Uh, independently of their age. One question just about the, the, the rhetoric again. I mean, does the prescriptive language that's been used concern you at all? I mean, Mr. Bettel, our Prime Minister, talked about the convenience of being vaccinated. But is that really as important as creating a community that is supportive of each other's rights? Yes, there is good. polarisation is never good. I mean, we need solidarity here. But uh, what was meant is clearly... I mean, people who can't get vaccinated, nobody will force them. I mean, there's, there's a complete understanding that we have to find ways to protect them differently. But uh, what what we want to stress is that, that really the, it is in your own interest because we now know that the, the risk to, to get the, to, to be sick, the risk is just uh, five times lower if you are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Five times lower, that's enough. And, and that's really a lot. And, and when you have uh, the unluck to be of those, your risk to be in hospital is nine times less if you have the double vaccination. So it is an enormous, uh, enormous impact that the vaccination had. And, and we just want people to understand that it's, it's not a matter of convenience. It, it's a matter of public health and of individual health as well. And uh, people just underestimate uh, the risk they have currently for not being vaccinated because the environment, the virus is still present. It's still circulating. We have uh, quite high numbers. Uh, last week, there was again uh, 553 uh, new infections in Luxembourg. That's a lot. So it is still present. And uh, and you just have an enormous impact on your risk to, to end up in hospital. If you have this double uh, vaccination, it's, it's just for, for the individual, uh, just really the better way, the yep. better choice. And for society, it is now the only way out. If you would have medication, it would be different, but we still don't have that. So there's no alternative. Really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think you understood what I meant, though, about the importance of rhetoric and polarising people, because, I mean, one of the other things that he said was the vaccinated should not have to pay for the tests of the unvaccinated. But I'm not sure I understand the logic of that, because in terms of our health system, you then, if you follow that logic, you know, then non-smokers wouldn't have to pay for any medical treatment of smokers or, you know, anyone who who doesn't drink shouldn't have to pay for any health problems for people who do drink or someone who's an alcoholic. So it's kind of a, sh- a vast shift from the way we look at society, and that surely has to be concerning. And the rhetoric of leaders has to be done has to be very carefully chosen. 
that that yeah you are right on this on the absolute way of, of course i mean we should we shouldn't but there's a lot of unrest on both sides you know people who are vaccinated are just also that is well, now we, we we are vaccinated they want to get everybody is really has this kind of fatigue with the pandemic and wants to get out of it so it, it is a specific situation it's just not one illness as, as others because uh, it, it has an impact on the whole society on our economy and um so yeah. there is a different language and you address both sides i mean there is unrest and and, and i agree with you that this is not what we need we should be we should just uh, try to convince people and, and have a, a calm situation about this and, and try to be as clear as we can on the, on explanations which is not always uh, easy especially you, you addressed it uh, for instance yes with this blood test uh, when when you know that you had the virus and this has no official consequences it's, many things are difficult to understand right now and and, and doesn't make things uh, easier mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah we shouldn't polarize too much and no. that's really, if you put too much pressure that's not the way to, to get people people are, are scared to get the those who don't get vaccinated they, they, they're not bad people they just have uh, there's so many information uh, in the net uh, about uh, yeah false information as well and so um, I think it's our job to, to reassure people and just inform, inform, come with information and, and try to be objective about about this. And figures speak for themselves by now. I mean, if you really look at the figures, who are the people who are hospitalized, you can really see uh, that, uh, that the vaccination has a great impact. And uh, we just want people to understand that and, and go for it. But obviously important to point out to those vaccinated that they should also be cautious in terms of the fact that they can also carry the uh, the virus exactly. and yeah. they can still, I mean, there are obviously people who are double vaccinated who who have been, uh, I don't know if that's the difference in different countries, but obviously in the UK, there's been a huge uh, spike in double vaccinated people who've been uh, getting the, the virus, but that may be the type of vaccinations that were used there in the beginning. So uh, again, as you say, there's much to be, much to be learned. Um, to say it, it's still a, a stressful time and, and we look really now uh, very closely at Denmark for instance to see how this will turn out I mean this should this should be a motivation and I, I just cross fingers that uh, that the target is the right target and that uh, we, we have a perspective yeah mm. over it. Madam Lennart, thank you so much for your time. Um, I think we're up to date with most things. You want to-